What is going on, True Transformation? It is your host, Josiah Novak. Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time listening, thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope this podcast and all the other episodes that we have done are super valuable for you. So thanks for being here. If you are a loyal listener, once again, thank you so much for being here, taking some time to listen to the show. I hope this show is valuable for you. I don't do this show to become popular or to have you know fame and fortune or anything like that. This is for you. This is to give you value to make sure that you are getting the best information and inspiration out there to completely transform your body, your life, and the entire future that you have. So we are jumping into today's show with special guest, Jason Phillips. Full disclosure, Jason and I are really good friends. So like off air, we talk about everything related to life, family, friendships, all this stuff. We, we're, we're close, man. We've known each other for about 13 years. We've had our ups and downs along the way. We've gone through many different changes in our business, the industry of fitness itself, and we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, along the way. But Jason's been on my show before, and I've been on his, so I wanted to bring him back on because he is starting a movement called The Last Diet Ever, specifically your last diet ever. And it's based around the concept that Nutrition and dieting have really just, over the past probably five to 10 years, been turned upside down. Like the industry itself is just very misleading. There's so much information out there. And when it comes to following a diet, most people truly have no idea what to do. They start something and they quickly fall off because they can't sustain it. So Jason decided that he wanted to teach people how to create a nutrition strategy and game plan that they can literally follow for the rest of their lives. And I'm fully behind his movement because in all honesty, it's very much in line with what I teach, right? Anything you do in terms of nutrition, training, working out needs to be sustainable, needs to be something you can do most of the time for the rest of your life. There might be changes along the way, right? You might change the goals that you have. You might pursue different activities or different outcomes. But at the end of the day, the principles and the habits and routines that you have need to be pretty consistent for you to see consistent results. So his movement, The Last Diet Ever, is pretty dope. Um, I wanted to have him on to chat about it, give you some more information about it, and talk to you about how to set up your last diet ever. So before we jump into today's show, I just want to quickly remind you that we have a couple freebies for you. The Look Good Naked Guide is available. If you go to lookgoodnaked.co, you can download my entire blueprint on how to set up your lifestyle, your fitness, your training, your nutrition to help you look your best naked. And it's absolutely free. So go to lookgoodnaked.co and check it out today. Without further ado, Let's jump into today's show with my good friend, Jason Phillips. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Here's my daddy, Josiah Novak. Jason, what's up, bro? How are you, man? Dude, I am uh, I'm coming off the sickness, but I am always good when I get to come on to talk with you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can always count on you to uh, to bring the energy, despite how you're feeling or you know how much energy you really have. You you tend to get into that <laughs> that extra gear, man. That's that's one of your best qualities. 
you always got to show up, man. No matter no matter what the situation is, like if it's no sleep, if it's feeling like crap, like you, you got to show up. And true, you know, I mean, it's it's everywhere in life, you know, like for for business, for your clients, for your significant other, like you always got to show up. And uh, I feel like that's a pretty decent principle to live by. Yeah, I mean, I remember growing up, a lot of my coaches, you know, in sports would tell me, look, showing up is half the battle. You know, you'll see you'll see kids come and go. Right. But the ones who show up every day are the ones who uh, end up coming out on top, man. So showing up is just you know the, one of the biggest struggles for a lot of people. Yep. Absolutely, dude. I, I believe I, I wish more kids learned that from a young age. man. Like, I think mm-hmm. that I, I don't know about culture today. Like, I, you know, obviously we're both parents and I feel like culture today is not really teaching people to show up. I feel like there's so much of an attitude of just going through the motions. And I, uh, I don't love that. You know, I, I don't think that people should have to be put into boxes or, or down rabbit holes to do the things that they don't really desire to do. Um, you know, I think that if you're, you're put in a position where there's some enjoyment, I think that showing up is, is much easier. And, and like you just said, showing up is half the battle, man. You show up and you combine that with passion. And I think there's a recipe to, to really create success. Yeah. I mean, uh, in today's culture, the, the problem is when we look around, right, there's just so many examples of success, but there's just not a lot of examples of showing up, right? So people see the end result, but they don't see the process of, showing up every day and doing the work and doing it when you're sick and when you don't feel like it. And so everybody wants to show up at the finish line, right? But they don't want to show up during, during the race. They, they just want to get the medal. They want to get the trophy and then ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think some of that, uh, some of that, it, it needs to be attributed to the way entrepreneurs or, you know, marketers are, are marketing success. You know, I think that, we live in a world where hard work is now, it's almost like a negative thing, which is awful to say. Um, but it's like, why would you go work hard when you can sit on your ass and, you know, work on a laptop and make millions of dollars? And, you know, it could be so easy. And, um, you know, that's, that's how the, the internet marketers want you to think. And so, um, you know, I, I think that here we look at just, video games right like like the kid that won the Fortnite championship i mean he made more money than the person that won wimbledon he made more money than tiger woods made you know for winning the masters and, and so now kids are like well i can play video games all day and it's like mm. you know i i think that like this the lazy culture has almost become glorified to an extent and don't get me wrong man i you know, it, I don't think that the the hustle and grind culture needs to be glorified either um you know, I've, you and I have both, we've both experienced success on both sides. Um, you know, I, I like to think when I first started, you know, I always tell people the story, like I, I coached 167 clients at, at one time. And like, dude, there's nothing more like grinding than you can do there. Like I was, I was literally working 20 hour days on phone calls, not sleeping. Like I, I used to tell people I took naps at night. Like I didn't really ever sleep. Um, and like, but I, I'll never trade those days, man. It makes me thankful for what I get to do today. It, it really gave me a fundamental understanding of what hard work really is. And, 
you know, I've, I've also gotten to a point in my business where I was able to completely pull back and let my, my employees run the company. And I got to tell you, that wasn't ultra satisfying. Like, you know, you and I have had private conversations where, you know, I, I don't feel fulfilled by that. I don't feel like there's enough engagement on my end and it just doesn't make me happy. So, you know, I, the hustle and grind culture doesn't need to be glorified, but the lazy culture doesn't need to be glorified. Like, I, I think that what human beings and what individuals should be taught to do is just to show up, to love what they're doing, to find some passion and you know, hopefully that creates the level of success that, that people desire. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's just things you have to remember. Like, you know, this life it doesn't owe us anything, right? We have to go out there and earn it. We have to go out there and, and get what we want. We have to take what we want, right? We have to get out there and create what we want. Um, and that takes effort, right? And there's, you know, just like I, I talk about, and we're about to jump into some, some discussions around nutrition, but you know, I tell people, look, when it comes to fitness, it's a seasonal thing, right? There isn't, you're not always going to have to be on the grind, you know, counting every single macro and, you know, tracking every single step. There's phases that you might go through because you have a certain goal where you do have to put in that hustle, right? You do have to put in that grind. Like when you're starting a business, sometimes it does take some sweat equity. You got to, got to put it in because you want a certain result. And then there might be times where you're like, you know what, I got to pull back. I got to let you know, all my hard work kind of take its course and watch my operation, you know, take a life of its own, right? Um, and, and be able to slow down and appreciate other parts of your life. And it's just a seasonal thing, man. I mean, at the end of the day, there's, you know, yeah, there are the, the, the types out there that preach go, 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 you know, two hours of sleep, that's all you need. Uh, and then there's the types who are saying work two hours a day, right? But as I always say to my kids is that the truth typically is somewhere in the middle, right? Um, and that's, you know, just this culture has a hard time accepting that because all we see is highlights everywhere. And we always see, we romanticize both sides of the coin, right? We, we romanticize the people who just grind their faces off. And then we fall in love with the people who don't and barely work, who make millions of bucks, or at least it seems like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty accurate statement. We won't, we won't go down that rabbit hole right now, but that's a very accurate statement. <laughs> so, bro, like speaking of work, um, I, I've been seeing over the past, I guess it's been the past couple of months, um, a movement that you've really just taken on and, and created um, called The Last Diet Ever. And from yeah. someone who, you know, I mean, man, I've been at this dieting game, this nutrition game since, you know, we met a long time ago. Um, and I can say it's a, it, it could be a slippery slope for some people. So when I hear last diet ever, I think, wow, you know, that's something that I, I even want, right? I don't want to have to, I don't want right. to diet anymore. Talk to me about what this is and where it all started. Well, I think first of all, you just, you just kind of nailed it, right? Is a lot of people have been at this game forever, myself included, yourself included. And we've all tried everything. And, and I think that honestly, the best practitioners are their own guinea pigs, right? I, I, I vividly remember like when I met you, dude, you had, you had just done a bodybuilding show, like you had done keto because you know, you worked with Palumbo and like, you know, like I, I remember those times, right? Like those were good times. Like, and, and back then, dude, that's, you know, keto in the physique world was like all the rage. And so it's like, well, that, that must be it. And it's like, could you imagine, dude, if you were still trying to use the keto diet today, what your life would be like? <laughs> we wouldn't be talking. Like right it now. would be, 
Right. Like, it would be miserable. Like, you probably wouldn't be married. You probably wouldn't have your two beautiful kids. Like, you know, it, it just, it wouldn't be the same. Um, and and so, you know, I've, I've coached people for 15 years. And I think back, and I, I always laugh at myself and I always poke fun at myself because I remember, like, the first dietary prescriptions I ever wrote, you know, uh, just to set the frame, if people didn't hear our first podcast, you know, like I, I overcame anorexia. And so, you know, I, I very much was like, well, food is fuel, food is fuel. Like, why can't you eat like fish and asparagus? Like what's wrong with you? You know? And like, I had this like crazy expectation in my head that, you know, people could comply to anything that I provided. Right. I was the one with the answers. I was the one that dictated everything. And, and as I've matured, as I've evolved, and as I've worked with more and more people, I've started to realize, um, yes, I'm the one with the answers, but I have to make sure that they're the answers to the right questions. Mm. And that, like, that was a big awareness piece for me. But we also have to recognize our clients and the people desiring uh, a dietary protocol that will help them in their life likely don't know the right questions to ask. And so if we possess the right answers, we need to be asked the right questions. The real missing link is we have to teach our clients how to ask the right questions. And this all comes from like creating the right awareness. There's such a stigma that's been created in the dietary world that there's good and there's bad and there's right and there's wrong. And I adamantly disagree with both of those statements. I do not believe that there's good. I do not believe that there's bad. I do not believe that there's right. I do not believe that there's wrong. I believe that there are two rules in nutrition. Uh, number one is that context is key. Um, everything has to be looked at in the right context and everything has to be uh, periodized, meaning, you know, you can actively pursue a goal, but then there has to be subsequent phases beyond it, right? And if you adhere to those two principles, everything is going to be right. And so, um, you know, it all brought me to this awareness piece that, gosh, like, the success I've created, tens of thousands of people that I've helped, not one protocol is the exact same. And I'm like, but what are the commonalities? Like, what, what could I apply? And I was like, I started to realize there was a process that I was using with each person. Um, and so really, man, it's been kind of like two years in the making. I've started trying to identify what this process was. And I found that there was four major components, you know, one, obviously the dietary setup. Um, but then two, I teach clients about biofeedback. I teach them about physical change. And then I teach them about um, periodization. And, and so I, I knew that was like the steps. And then I actually developed a four phase model to do that. And we do that based on awareness, education, desire, and application. And once I started pairing those two together and I started testing it on a few people, man, the results were epic. And that became known as the last diet ever. So where do people start with this? Cause you mentioned the four, the four phases, but let's say, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's like, Hey man, I've tried it all right. I've tried keto i've tried uh carb cycling i've tried paleo you know and i'm fed up man you know i'm fed up because nothing seems to stick longer than a couple months at most right i've seen some success short term but man i fall off the wagon after a couple months and i'm back to square one where do i start no well so I, I think anybody regardless of whether you want to come through our program whether you want to come through anything right what do you want like, that's the first question. What do you even want? 
And, and you and I both know, as soon as I say that question, the answer that 95, if not more, percent of people are going to give. Um, can I cuss on your show? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, like that answer is complete bullshit, mm. right? Like, like, dude, do you want to lose 10 pounds? Dope. But like, but why? Why do you want to lose 10 pounds? And, and here's what you'll start to realize, right? And, you know, I have this model. I, I call it three-dimensional living. Um, we like to build three-dimensional humans, frame family, and finance. And so we get people that come to us in this health and fitness realm, and, and they're only they're, – they're so myopically focused on the, the dimension of frame, mm-hmm. almost to where it's a detriment, right? And, and again, like I'll, I'll ask you to, like, recall your bodybuilding days. Like, dude, could you imagine the connection you would have with your wife right now if you were doing a bodybuilding show? Oh man. Yeah. It like makes me sick. Just, like, I mean, even the relationships I had back then were awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like you, number one, the connection would be terrible. There would be zero sex life. Right. And, and obviously, and then your ability to create finance like, or finance or financial freedom, like not going to happen because you've just no energy to do anything. Right. And so right. then I'll ask people, okay, great. If I could snap my fingers today and I could give you that 10 pound weight loss, but the connections in your life get worse and your energy at work gets worse. Is that what you want? And they're like, well, gosh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do you really want to lose 10 pounds? Then? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to have social freedom and I want to have energy. Okay. Got it. That's a completely different goal. And that's an actual goal, right? So what does it mean to have connection in your life? Okay. Well, uh, by the way, have you ever considered, you know, and, and one of the very first exercises that we take anybody through in your last diet ever is I have them do a food recall. Shocking, right? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm making you recall your food just like every other fucking diet in the world. But my my food recall is a little bit different. Yes, I want to know your calories. Yes, I want to know your macros. Yes, I want to know what you've been doing. Um, But I also want to know how many meals that you've consumed in seven days or what you would consider to be social meals. Like how many were eaten in a social setting with friends and family? How many meals were eaten with your family? How many times did you consume alcohol? How many times was the purpose of a food choice emotionally driven, right? And so all of these things are never discussed because most people say they're taboo. You shouldn't eat out with your friends. You shouldn't just, you know, if you have dinner, you should just eat whatever you want to eat or, you know, eat your meal plan, not your family's meal plan. Or you shouldn't drink alcohol. And it's like, no, like we have to accept these are facts of life. Food happens in social settings, right? We should uh, strengthen our bond with our family over the dinner table. Like alcohol is just a part of being a human being for most people. Is it necessary? No, but most people choose to have it present in their lives. Like there are going to be times where you emotionally eat. Got it. If you're not factoring these things into your diet moving forward, you will lose. Mm. Period. The end. Right? Like, And so these are the like massive awareness pieces that I've had to come to is like, so when you ask, where do people start? Number one, what do you want? But number two, what are you currently doing? And what are your non-negotiables? What cannot change in your life? Because, you know, I always make the joke. If you ever told me I couldn't have pizza once a week, I would tell you to fuck off. Like that is something in my life that is a non-negotiable. Like, dude, I just love pizza. Right. Like, and, and guess what? If you told me I had to cook my dinner at home every night, I would tell you to fuck off. Sure. Like, I have no desire 
to make my dinner at home. And by the way, I have no desire to track my dinner every night. And so, like, you know, when people follow me on Instagram, they're like, oh, my God, he must be so unhealthy because they just see my dinners. And it's like Chipotle or Five Guys or pizza. And it's like, but actually inside of your last diet ever, I've used this as a framework where I know that eating Chipotle or burgers or pizza at night fits into the rest of my day. And, and I've built out my day to account for my desire to be a little lazy at night, not track, not cook, and, and to do these things. And that's why I've been able to achieve the level of success I have. Yeah. And so for people listening, because obviously, like, you know, I, I guess a lot of fitness people who, you know, are, are helping clients with things like this and trying to help them with their diets, you know, we often forget that we're the experts, right? We, we study this stuff, or at least we should be the experts. You know, we, we pour ourselves into the information and we we're always trying to find the newest cutting edge things about nutrition and training and all that stuff. Right. So for the average person who's listening, who goes, man, that sounds amazing. Right. Sign me up for that pizza at night. Holy right. shit, man. Right. Like burgers, like, Oh my God. Right. And so my question for you is, how do you create an environment for success for someone who says, Hey, you know, cause a lot of people I'm sure like I would almost argue a hundred percent of people would sign up for a diet that allows them to be a little lazier at night, eat what they feel like eating and, you know, and, and be able to have pizza with their kids and burgers and fries on the weekend. Right. So how do you create a framework for success around those non-negotiables? What, what are some of the things you encourage clients to do to make sure that they are you know, able to do those quote unquote fun things with their food and still see the results that they're looking for. Yeah. And so this is where it comes down to like, you know, I talked about there's a four phase model, right? And so the first piece is awareness. You, you have to know what brought you to the dance, right? What, what got you here? Why are you in the situation that you're in? And this, this goes back to like, you know, it, it's so much deeper than like, what is your current calorie intake? Because honestly, your current calorie intake is dictated by so many other things, right? And sure. that's where I really try to get to the bottom of it. Like, what is your social life? Like, dude, uh, like the best example I've, I've ever gotten, and, and ironically enough, like this is a, a person I worked with five years ago. Uh, you know, I went round and round with her as a client for six months. We got, we experienced no success. And we would get on our phone calls every week. And, and I was like, I just, I don't get it. Like you you know, we talk on Tuesday and everything is great. And I have you check in with me on Friday morning and you send me that like you had a great week. And then we talk again on Tuesday and all I get are admit, you know, stories around you being blackout drunk and binge eating on Friday and Saturday. Now, admittedly, they're really funny stories. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I'm like, I just don't get it. Like, why can't we seem to get past this? You know, you know, so I went the emotional trigger out. Like, like, are you having FOMO? Like, like, are you not able to, to participate in social settings? Not feeling like you need to be drunk. Like, is it deeper work that we need to do? And like, and I tried everything, man, from the psychology perspective, from the physiology. And finally, I was just like, you know what? Can we just like come to Jesus and say, this isn't changing? Like, like, can you just tell me with a straight face, like, listen, this is your desire. And she's like, yeah, like, I just, she's like, I've never been willing to accept the fact that this is what I'm going to do because I feel ashamed of it. But like, we have six months of data. It's, it's not going to change. Mm. And so we actually, we had two choices right then and there. Number one was we could choose not to work together. But 
I knew that if I did that, she was going to find some bullshit bad diet. She was never going to see long-term success. Or number two, we could find a way to fit this in and work together. And so we fit it in and dude, three months later, she was down 20 plus pounds because we just finally accepted it as part of her life. And, and so I, you know, that was actually really the beginning stages of, of teaching me the coach, right? Like there's no textbook that teaches you this shit. You know, like I, I like to think I'm, you know, you and I are as educated as anybody. And, and there's just no textbook that talks about situations like this. And so, you know, I, it was the beginning of teaching me that you have to be willing to work with anything that's presented to you. And, and you have to be willing to be a problem solver and, and, you know, um, create solutions. And so, you know, that goes back to how can people do this? Well, first is awareness. You know, what, what brought you here? Um, and, and what is going to be in your life, regardless of whether you're quote unquote on a diet or not. Right. Um, Number two is understanding education. Like what should be happening in your diet, you know, if, if all things were normal? Like what, what does physiology and, and biology and metabolism tell us? Because there, there needs to be a certain level of understanding. I don't need my clients to have all the knowledge I have, but I need them to at least understand what is proper, right? Uh, the next piece is key, and, and it's desires. So what brought you here? What is proper? But what do you want, man? Like, wh- how do you want your life to be? And, and my biggest desire is I don't want to track dinner, right? Now, does that mean that, like, I, I'm not saying I want to eat shit for dinner every night, and I don't eat shit for dinner every night. But I also don't want to have to track it, period. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm home and, like, I'm cooking steak and potatoes, I just want to eat and, and you know, approximate. I just don't. Like, I don't want to have to track that shit. And I also don't want to have to cook dinner every night. Like, you know, in my house, we, we don't always eat at home. Like, we eat out on the road. Like, I travel all the time. You know, I know that I have to be able to eat dinners out. So it's just a big thing. And then the final piece is we take, all right, what brought you here? What's proper? What do you want? And we create an application. And I've always said, um, you know, building an application that's 90% appropriate with 100% compliance is going to have more success in the long term than building an application that is 100% perfect with 0% compliance. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And so really this is about making a little sacrifice in terms of the speed at which you can achieve your goals. Cause this is definitely not an overnight fix. I'd, I'd never claim that in, you know, the 28 days of this program that you're going to lose a rapid amount of weight and, and see massive change. But I promise you, you will lose some weight and, and you'll do it in a manner that doesn't at all feel like you hate things. And dude, that's sustainable. And, and you know, when I, when I teach other coaches, I always say your results should be defined by, what your clients are doing 10 years from today, not 10 weeks from today. And I know that if I'm educating you and giving you something that you can use 10 years from today, man, like I actually made an impact on your life. And that's the goal. Like that's really what I set out to do. Yeah, I love that. And I guess my question would be though, because this is, you know, people, they can, they can pour over stuff like this and be like, yeah, I get it. You know, it makes sense on paper. Everything's great. How do we, how do you specifically coach people or get your coaches to coach people on avoiding the trap of looking for those fast results? Because of what you're describing compared to, you know, at least in, the, in a short time, time frame, right? So maybe 30 to 60 days, if someone jumps on a keto diet, for example, that cuts out all the sugar, cuts out all the crap that they've been eating, 
and forces them to just eat, you know, fat and protein. Typically, they're going to see, you know, the scale go down pretty, pretty rapidly, right? If they follow it to a T. Correct. Not all the time. I've seen people not lose weight doing that, but typically they drop some water and they start to get encouraged and they're like, oh man, this is it, you know? But long-term, it's awful, right? They fall off the wagon, you know, two months in and they're, you know, heavier than when they started after a month later. So how do you coach people on keeping that long-term vision in the front of their mind? Because that, I feel like for a lot of nutrition coaches, especially, is one of the hardest pieces because it's so easy to give clients a more extreme approach that forces them to cut out a lot of these things because, hey, you're only going to work with this person for three to four months. They're going to get great results. But then 10 years from now, they're going to be back to square one hiring another coach, right? Maybe not even 10 years, man. 10 you months, know, right? I, think you just, I think you just nailed it right then and there. Um, it really comes down to the mindset of the coach. And I, I think that we have to understand our clients are always going to come to us seeking that, that quick change. Like it's just human nature. It's what's been marketed to them. And we can't fault them for that, right? Like we actually, as an industry, need to start faulting ourselves. Um, it's not our client's fault. And, and so I hear coaches all the time get frustrated. And they're like, oh my God, my clients want fast results. Like no shit. Like, by the way, if you went to a coach in any other industry, you would want fast results too. Like you're no different right? You just happen to understand the ins and outs of our industry better because you work in that industry, mm. right? And so we have to understand that's super normal, but this goes back to where, and, and when I teach coaches how to become coaches at Nutritional Coaching Institute, I always say education drives compliance. If you can educate your clients on the dangers and the ramifications of these quick fixes, you'll usually get compliance. And chances are, a lot of your clients have come to you try having tried these quick fixes before. And so instead of demonizing them, just educate them. Hey, listen, the reason that you're showing up on a call with me today, the reason that you're in my program today, the reason that we're working together today is not because you're broken. It's because you've been sold a lot of bad shit. And can I show you why all of these short-term fixes didn't work? And can I show you why we're going to slow it down? And by the way, can we speed it up? Absolutely. But if we do, can I show you why that might hurt you in the long run? Now, do you want 10 weeks of success or do you want 10 years of success? And then it goes back to the three-dimensional model. Inside of these 10 weeks of success, if that's really what you want, do you want to lose connection? Do you want to lose the ability to create financial success? No, you don't. So can I show you how to have it all? Can I show you how to have the body you want, the life you want, and the financial success that you want? And if you're cool with that, let's go. Mm, I love that, man. Yeah, I mean, the the nutrition world, and unfortunately, I I still think it's a mess. Um, you know, I I, oh, I think it's a huge mess. I think it's only getting worse, actually, with some of the things I've seen recently. You know, like, and not to say, you know, and I there's I guess it's it's one of those situations where I'm sure there's an opportunity to apply some of these diets that we see in certain very specific situations, you know, I see like carnivore and vegan and, you know, it's just like, God, man, like, it, you know, at the end of the day, I get why they've been created because of 
some other extreme diet, right? It's just a backlash against an extreme. It's almost like a battle of extremes, right? Like it's just, it's like who can, who can one up <laughs> the, the last extreme diet, right? It's just, it's, it's absurd, man. Well, and, and, and let's be honest, right? I, as you know, the nutrition coaching space is extremely saturated and every day I feel like you wake up and there's a hundred new coaches in the space. And, you know, I'm, I'm partially to blame because I own the nutritional coaching. Institute. I'm constantly cranking. <laughs> out. At least, at least I feel like, at, at least I feel like I'm putting out educated like, coaches. Right. And right, so, right. but it's, you know, so then it becomes, all right, you know, and, and then it becomes, how do you stand out? And, and unfortunately the marketers will tell you, well, you got to have something, you know, wild and crazy and off the wall and you got to have a good headline. And, and I mean, you know, the marketing game, like I do, like it's got to be, uh, it's going to be different. And it's like, well, unfortunately, proper nutrition is not sexy. Like it, you know, energy balance matters. Calories in, calories out matters. You know, the composition of those calories will determine the body composition of the weight change. Like really, those are the basics. And, and whether you know, how you achieve that really should be massively dependent on who you are as an individual, but nobody wants, you know, we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast, our society is not wanting to work as hard. So they want a quick fix solution. And so as a marketer, if you can go and you can say, Hey, you can lose weight and you don't have to try. Well, guess what? You're going to win right? Like you're, at least you're going to win on the front end. You're not going to experience long-term success. And so, you know, I, I've been very fortunate. I've been able to build a coaching business that's literally served tens of thousands of people, but I can promise you, I grew slower than anybody in the space. And I grew slower because I always stayed committed to doing it the right way. We've never done anything just purely for sex appeal. We've never done anything to, to make it seem like our program is anything that it's not. And, uh, Dude, you and I both know there's a bunch of sleaze bags around that are like, oh, like you can lose X amount of weight, X amount of days. And it's like, like cool. If that's the game you want to play, you're another person that's going to come in the space and you're going to be out of the space. And I'm going to stay like with my head down, just treating people the way that they're supposed to be treated. And uh, you know what, man? Like if, if that never gets me to super high levels of financial success, that's cool. Um, if it allows me to add value to every person that I come across, um, like that's, that's really why we do it, man. Uh, you really have to go back to why are you in the space? And, you know, you and I both have very, uh, very vivid reasons and very clear reasons that we're in it. You know, um, I don't ever want there to be another 18 year old kid, you know, sitting on the floor of his bedroom in his parents' house contemplating suicide because, uh, you know, he didn't know what to do with food to achieve a certain look. Um, and you know, I, I can take myself back to that place anytime I need to, and, and it will always drive me forward to do the right thing for people. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's the long game. We're asking our clients to play the long game. I think we're playing the long game, man. Like we're, we're educating the right way and, and we're just doing the right thing. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy to think. Cause we, we met, oh man, what is it? It's been like 12 years, 13 years, something like that. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. But you know, the things that you were talking about and the things I was learning from you and the lessons we were kind of accumulating back then, which is over a, almost a decade and a half ago. Um, those, 
those principles that we really started to buy into, I mean, they, they're still the things that we follow today, right? Uh, we, yes. we've, we've matured in a lot of ways for sure. And I think we're, we're probably a little less like insane than we were back then because we have more responsibilities now. We, you know, we have kids and whatnot. And, you know, it's not all about me, me, me all the time. Um, but, you know, I guess I, I just wonder, what, when are we going to learn our lesson? You know what I mean? As a society, not, you know, because, yeah, we have some amazing nutrition coaches. We have people spreading truth. But it's like, damn, when are we going to come to our senses? You know what I mean? And stop, and stop thinking that there's a magical way of eating that is going to cure all the issues. When, in fact, the issues, at least for the past decade or so, have, have been the same. It's you know, it's just an overconsumption of crappy food all the time, right? That that's and a, and, a, and a sedentary lifestyle, right? Those are the two main issues. And until we just address those two things, carnivore, vegan, blah, 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 whatever else comes along, you know, pretty soon, it's just going to be like, don't eat, right? <laughs> like, Hey, I'm on the well, non food. Well, wait, diet. wait, hold on. Isn't, isn't that like, the, isn't that what people are saying? But like, like long term fast isn't I'm, I oh, guarantee right. you there's somebody out there. Yeah, somebody out there is promoting one meal a day. I promise it's going to be the seven day fast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. And, and then they're like, one. and then repeat every week. Just right, repeat right. every week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, repeat for every week for, for the rest of your life. You'll be fine. It's like, oh, yeah. man, I just, I just wonder when people are going to come to their senses. Or is it just a, a, a situation where people are just like, ah, oh, there's just so much information out there. Why even bother? Like, why even. <laughs> Why even bother trying to educate myself when there's just so much to consume? Well, you know, it's a, it's an interesting paradox because, you know, like you said, we really, uh, the conversations we have today are, are very similar to the conversations we had 10 years ago, just like you said, slightly more mature. Um, you know, back then it was probably in between chasing women around and, you know, today it's far more settled with families. Um, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, like I, I number one, I, I don't know the answer to when our world is going to come to their senses. Um, I, I'm not necessarily sure that it will ever happen. But on the other end, we also can't give up. And, and I think that giving up is giving in and it's pandering to the bullshit that's happening in the world. And, and I'm not prepared to ever do that. And you know, I think that we honestly have to remember, you know, and I'll, I'll borrow this from Gary Vee, one is greater than zero. And while we may not be able to change the world, um, I certainly don't think that in our lifetime that we will fundamentally be able to change the way that nutrition is viewed. But I, I think that, you know, I, I know I've already certified over 2,000 coaches and, you know, I've been able to touch 10,000 plus people. And, you know, I have to assume there's some sort of trickle-down effect for that. And, you know, I'm pretty satisfied when I put my head on the pillow every day knowing that I'm continuing to add value to one more person and one more person and one more person. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's all we can do as, as humans, man. And uh, I, I think that as long as we continue to put our best foot forward every single day, I think that it will, uh, it will really allow us to, to at least continue to fight the good fight, um, as cliche as that may sound. But, you know, it, it allows us to continue to do the right things. And, and that's all we can do, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, you know, there, there may be days where 
the frustration starts to mount a little bit because of all the things we see. But, you know, hey, I mean, as, if, if not me, then who, right? Who, you know, if, I always ask myself that every day when I'm getting frustrated with a lot of the nonsense I see out there. I'm like, hey, you know, if, if I'm not going to bring the truth, then who is, right? I mean, I can't just well, pass and, the and torch. If we're not if we're not going to bring it, how can we expect others to bring it? You right. know, more than yeah. anything, that's that's the question I always ask myself. Is it's like, if I'm not going to bring what's proper, then I'm I'm just paving the way for the the internet marketers to to do what they do, and yeah. you know, so that's that's my daily reminder that hey, you know, I, I at least need to set a better example. Um, it, it may not it may not have the level of impact that we're desiring, but at the very least, it's. Uh, it's us doing what is authentic and, you know, going against the, the grain, you know? Sure. No, I, I couldn't agree more, man. How, how do people who are listening, um, who are just sick of the, the constant, you know, jumping from one diet to the next, from one workout program to the next, how do, how do people get into the last diet ever? How do they, how do they become a part of that? Yeah, so the there's a website. It's yourlastdietever.com. Uh, they can check it out there. Uh, so there's actually I, I put everything into a book um, that you know they can they can buy and download. Or there is uh, there's also it's a 28 day uh, I, I call it a challenge. I mean, obviously it's not your traditional challenge. We're not after massive results in 28 days. Um, but it's, uh, you know, we go through that and, and we run those bi-monthly and, you know, that's basically me taking you through the whole process. Literally you have, you have access to me every single day. Um, you know, we do weekly Q and A's where you can ask anything you want. And, and then I, I take you through the whole process day by day. Um, and, and that's had really good success. Um, you know, just last month, I, I mean, and this is a bit of an anomaly, but we had somebody lose 16 pounds in the month and Jeez. he maintained all of his strength numbers and, and he was doing everything he wanted to do and um you know we've I, I literally like i've got you know this month right now we're we're in week two and i've got a guy who he's worked with coaches and he, he's like dude like the missing link was was understanding that my lifestyle is is not the problem it is the solution and i was like dude that's amazing and he's like yeah like i don't feel guilty about eating out for dinner every night because i have to for work and i'm like well, no, like you shouldn't feel guilty about it. It's a fact. Like we can't avoid it. And and so now like things are, are moving for him. And he's like, dude, just that alone changed my mood. And um the breakthroughs that I think people are having are, are so cool for me to see, man. Like it's uh you know, you and I know these things to be facts, but when people start to accept them and apply them, it's uh really cool, man. Like it there's there's no more rewarding career in the world than what you and I get to do. Um uh, you know, we've, we've shared text messages. There's also no more frustrating career at times, um, but <laughs> you know, there, uh, it's, uh, there's definitely nothing more rewarding than, than what we get to do. And, and so it's, uh, it's really exciting for me to, to share this program and I, you know, I appreciate you letting me talk about it, but, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited to put more and more people through it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped for you too, man. I mean, I, I believe in, uh, you know, abundance first and foremost. I mean, there's so many people that need help out there. If, if, if all of them lined up at my door for help, I'd be fucked. <laughs> Cause I'd be yeah. like, man, that's hey, man, you, you and me both, bro. Yeah. So I, I always believe in uh, providing more opportunities for people who need the help to get it right. Especially from people I trust. Um, 
And, uh, you know, there's only a couple of, <laughs> unfortunately, I hate to say this, but there's only a couple of people I trust in the health and nutrition and wellness space. Um, and you're at the top of that list, man. So yeah, no, no doubt that I'd want people to jump into this. Um, even if they're, Hey, I mean, I, I tell my clients all the time, I encourage you to get out there and learn from other people because I'm not the only person who knows their shit. You know, um, there's a lot, and I don't know everything. And I'm sure you would say the same thing. We're always learning. Hey, uh, oh, amen. So this is just another opportunity for people to get some really, really valuable help. Um, and this could be the opportunity for people to change their life. Right. So that that's, that's our mission at the end of the day. And I would, you know, I'm glad to be the person to introduce you to those people, man. So my pleasure, man. Um, Hey, I, I appreciate yeah, it's amazing. I, I always appreciate our chats, bro. And, um, you know, we're, we're great friends off air and this isn't just like me trying to be cool to someone for an hour and, and then be like, yeah, fuck off after. Um, this is, this is a true friendship, man. So appreciate you, you taking your time. I know it's valuable and I hope all those who are listening, who have that, that gut feeling that they need to jump into something like this, uh, you know, take that action, man, step off that ledge and, and make it happen. Well, dude, I, I mean, I genuinely appreciate that. And, you know, I always, uh, I always make it a point, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be on your podcast now. This is the second time. And, uh, you know, both of us are very fortunate. We get to be on other podcasts. You know, I, I always respect the people that are really trying to make a, a change the right way in the industry. And, and so I'm really, uh, really fortunate to, to call you a friend, but also to watch what you're doing in the space and, and putting out the right information and really helping people, man. Like there's a, there's a lot of people that need to hear from your guests and the fact that you're investing the time and energy and resources to get that information out is uh, it's commendable. And, and I'm super thankful for it, man. And so, you know, I, I really appreciate what you're doing, bro. Appreciate that, man. Hey, um, where can people connect with you directly if they just want to get to know you and, and, you know, hear more from you and on a daily basis? <laughs> Yeah, I think the easiest place these days is Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is just at Jason Phillips is nutrition. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, there's Facebook or, you know, there's our website, im3nutrition.com. But the fastest way to get to me is, is probably through Instagram. Send me a DM. I, I'm checking them pretty much all the time. Uh, you know, I, I used to tell people, I'll get back to you the same day. But unfortunately, the volume gets a little bit higher. So I, I will get back to every single person that sends me a message. It may not be the same day, but uh, I appreciate every message that comes to me and you will get a response from me. Um, so hit me up, say what's up, let's chat. Um, even if it's just to shoot the shit, like I'm, I'm always around. Sweet brother. Hey man, once again, thanks for coming on the show and um, looking forward to just seeing this uh, last night ever movement continue to blow up, man. Dude, I appreciate you and uh, everyone out there. I appreciate your time for listening. All right, brother. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.